I'm doing all right, all things considered. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing yeah, I'm doing good. Um, what you up to today? Today, I think I'm going to be doing some editing for a podcast I'm working on. Maybe a little bit of prep for a different podcast and uh, possibly a, a photo shoot if the city is not burning to the ground uh, by <laughs> six thirty. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do you do so? How did you get into podcast production? Like, were you a podcaster before, or like, how that? I came happen? into it. Yeah, I came into it kind of uh, backwards. I was living in LA, kind of trying to figure out what I was doing with my career, and I got a job as um, an assistant at Starburns Industries, and I was assisting three executives and working a front desk. And they had uh, kind of a side project called Feral Audio that they were working on and needed some extra help with. And luckily, I had really supportive bosses who uh, said, hey, if you want to help out with this, like, go ahead. And so I did. Um, And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot more fun than the assistant work I was doing. Hmm. And eventually, because I had really supportive bosses, they let me start, start doing that full time start, uh, you know, producing shows, um, getting my hands dirty, doing everything from, you know, being in the studio and editing and uh, social media and booking talent and all that kind kind of stuff. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. I kind of fell in love with it. Cool. So is Feral, is that different than Starburns or is it a subsidiary of it or how does, what's that? So Feral Audio kind of turned into Starburns Audio a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. And you you work with uh, DBK, but what other what other podcasts? Because that's where I heard you from. That's where I know you from. Mm-hmm. So what what other podcasts do you do though? Um, right now I'm working on a podcast for Entertainment Weekly that's going to come out in a few weeks. Uh, it's about the Emmy race. Um, and I'm also working on a podcast with a current NFL player. I can't say too much about it, but we're going to be talking to other NFL players past and present. It's going to be coming out probably later this summer. Um, and a couple other random little things on the side, but right now I do freelance. Um, so I hop around to different things, but I'm hoping at some point to, go back to working at a network of some kind because it's a little more stable, even though the freelance life is kind of exciting and you never, never know like what you're going to be able to work on. And I've, I've gotten some really cool opportunities through that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little less stable as well. So that's the drawback. And do you do a lot of freelance photography as well? I was doing that. Yeah. Before, um, before quarantine, I was, doing a lot of comedy photography, you know, several nights a week, uh, going out and shooting comedy shows around LA, which is also really fun. I love comedians. I love, I, you know, started working with comedians through podcasting and loved it. And, um, I've, I've done photography on and off throughout the years that I've been in LA. And when I started doing freelance again last summer, um, it was something that kind of helped bridge the gap between finding freelance podcast work and also just keeping me kind of creatively 
um, held over until I could find work again. Um, and so, yeah, well, hopefully uh, once we can all go back outside safely again, uh, I'll, I'll start doing that. But here and then I'll just do a, I've been doing a couple of like socially distanced uh, photo shoots with people. Do you ever do photo photography of like landscapes or do you normally do people? Um, I like kind of photography. I like playing around with it. Um, if, if I'm going like on a trip, I'll bring my camera. And so I've done, um, I've definitely taken photos in nature and landscape and I like street photography as well. Um, and, but I, I really do like taking photos of people. Um, I don't know exactly why, but um, that's what I feel like I'm drawn to. And live events are also really fun because you also get to be like at this live event and there's something exciting happening and you get to kind of be a little part of it. Yeah. Is there like, what's the, like, is there, um, I'm trying to say, is there skill? Like what's the skill to taking photographs of people? Like what's the art of it? Like, are you looking for certain things? Yeah. I mean, the, the longer I've, I've done it, the more I've realized it's, it really is just about your connection to this, the photo subject and being able to, um, especially in the situations where I'm in, where I'm doing comedy uh, portraits, it's, it's a really, it happens really quick because it might be happening right before a show and everyone's getting ready for the show or right after and people are trying to leave. And you might have mm-hmm. like 60 seconds. So in those 60 seconds, you have to like, if you don't know that person, you have to establish trust and you have to make some kind of connection with them and uh, make a read on maybe what their personality is, what their temperament is like, and and try to uh, do a portrait with them that's going to capture their essence and, and what they are like. So really even more, I mean, obviously like technical skill when it comes to photography is important, but I think the most important thing is, is that connection. And that's, that's the hardest thing for me. So are you doing sometimes candid shots or are they usually like planned photo shoots? So when I'm at a show, I'll be taking photos um, of the performers when they're on stage. And then depending on the situation, if they want me to do uh, like portraits, like backstage, um they will be kind of posed and then occasionally also if we're backstage or in the green room or just if people are kind of hanging out somewhere in the venue i might take some uh candid shots as well i like that too because it it, it i don't know there's something uh very satisfying about pulling off a really good candid shot but it's hard because you have to be in the right place at the right time yeah yeah and uh, you mentioned the nfl are you a big is that your favorite sport? You big football guy? Um, that's probably the sport that I follow the most. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 becoming increasingly hard to be a fan of it because <laughs> because of like all the stuff with head injuries and um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But it, it, you know, so I I do struggle with it and uh, find myself kind of questioning my my loyalty to it. But uh, that is definitely the sport that I pay attention to the most. You think the sport's going to change in the next decade or two with head yeah, injuries? I mean, it's, been, it's been changing a lot already. I think it's going to continue to change, and I think that that's a 
good thing because we don't want people to live with lifelong, um, you know, terrible brain injuries if they don't have to. But I think, uh, I think the game is going to change. I don't think it's going to ever remain the same. I mean, it's, it's always been kind of changing. I think that's going to continue. And, uh, so I guess we'll just see what happens. Like hopefully it can continue in some way that is safe, but still exciting for people to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see it going more like seven on seven football, kind of like that kind of less contact, but, and you're a, aren't you a Philly guy? I am a Philly guy. Yep. Are you, so you're an Eagles fan? I am an Eagles fan. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Who's your favorite Eagle of all time? Oh, my favorite Eagle of all time. That's a, that's a real tough question. Um, (laughs) That's really tough. Um, I'm, I mean, I think I gotta just, I think I gotta go with Nick Foles because he won the Super Bowl for us. Although there are many, many deserving people who have had longer careers with the Eagles and put up more stats and all that kind of thing. But like, you, you know, if you get the job done, then, you know, you, you, you deserve some of that credit. Yeah. You just care about the, the ring. That's all that matters. Right. Cause I thought, well, I thought you might say McNabb. <laughs> I was thinking about McNabb. Um, yep. I, he, he played for a lot of years and gave us a lot of, uh, uh fun, fun games to watch. Um, and yeah, you know, it, 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 I think it's just, I do value that. I do value the people who are there for a really long time and, um, and all that. But at a certain point, you, you got to win the championship. And I yeah. think that just became a sticking point, you know? So it, it, being the person to kind of break that curse uh, also holds a lot of weight. You seem like the most like relaxed Philadelphia fan of all time. You know how they, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it, well, you're it, not saying me when I'm watching the game. I get, okay. I it's, it's, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't even always like watching with people I'm friends with because I get really into it. I get really intense. Uh, I'm not always the most fun person. It's hard. You know, I, I, I think I need to, to work on that. <laughs> Do the Philly fans like live up to the expectations? You know, I haven't been to that many actual games in Philadelphia. I've been to some preseason games. Um, and I was out here in LA when they won the championship. Um, okay. But from what I've seen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from my limited experience. Um, yeah, like throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's not always, it's not always grand, but, uh, there's a lot of passion there and there's a lot of love and there's high expectations. Uh, but yeah, they definitely, uh, sometimes cross the line. And then who are some of your favorite comedians? You mentioned comedians earlier. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's tough. Um, I have a lot of people that I, I really love. I was actually just compiling a list recently for, for something I've been working on. Um, but if, if we're looking at like the top of the game, then, you know, I, I, you know, I love like John Mulaney and, uh, Patton Oswalt and, uh, Maria Bamford and Ali Wong. Um, I also really love, uh, like Burt Kreischer's last special I thought was like fantastic. Um, if you're coming down to, um, more of, 
kind of like that, that kind of like second tier who aren't quite the superstars yet. Um, I mean, I love, I mean, I think you could make a case that Rory actually is in that first group, but I, I love seeing Rory go up. Like his improvised stand up is like nothing that you've ever seen before. And it's, it's, you really? never know what's going to come. And it's, it's fantastic. Dan's stand up is also fantastic. And Rory I thought Dan Ryan loves that. Yeah. Dan, is, he's, Dan is he like, he seems like a really nice guy. Like he's, he's is, is he like, one of the nice he is nice, people. right? Yeah, he, both he and Rory are like they're two of the nicest people I've ever met and worked with in LA. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, they're fantastic people. Uh, really, really generous. Really, really supportive, um, and really open. And uh, it's hard. It, it can be hard to find that. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool that they're they're the same off off the air as they are like in front of the audience. You know, they're not. Yeah, absolutely. They're, yeah, they're, cool. The people they are in their stand-up, um, you know, any stand-up who goes up in front of an audience, I mean, not, I'm not going to say every single one, but most people are, are doing a version of themselves. Some people get mm-hmm. up and they really are literally the same people. Um, Dan and Rory are very, very true to who they are on stage in real life. Um, with other people, it might be more of an act or they might be very, very different, but they are they are personalities are, are pretty true to that wow and then rory kind of combines improv into his stand-up yeah he'll do these um just completely improvised sets where he might have a couple bits here and there that he's like oh maybe i'll try to work that in if it if it works in the moment but he just goes up and just completely does it off the top of his head and it's amazing it's i what? think you know i think do, just doing stand-up well is incredibly, incredibly hard and takes years and years to, to do. And then to go up with nothing in your brain and then do it off the top of your head is like this whole other level of it yeah. that I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom how he does it. Yeah. Does he take suggestions from the audience or no, just, just wings it? He definitely, reads, he definitely reads the room. He definitely is like very in tune with what's happening in the audience. And if something is going on in the audience, you might definitely comment on it, but yeah, he just goes up, I think with a blank slate and then whatever comes, comes. That's cool. I just remembered, um, I think this was a live pen pals. Were were you Mm -hmm. there when someone threw a chair across the stage? <laughs> yeah, that was at UCB, and uh, that was like our second live show that we had ever done. And uh, yeah, I was up in the booth, and we were playing the theme song. And uh, I was, you know, I at the start of the show when we do the live show, I'll read an introduction, I'll start the music, I'm checking to make sure the recording's going. So I'm doing the. Uh, there's a lot of activity for me in the first few minutes of the show. So I was like all wrapped up in that. And mm-hmm. then I saw that there was something going on on stage. They told me to cut the music and restart it. And uh, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't actually see it happen in real time, but I saw where the chair was and I saw them ask the guy to leave. Uh, <laughs> and he left. It was, it was really weird. It was a, it definitely made the vibe of that show. Uh, a little different, but so ultimately you, everyone was okay. And <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, I think 
they found the guy afterward. Or he was waiting outside, and he apologized and hmm. and and all that. But yeah, it was it was a strange way to start off the the second show. That's what. Do you think it was like a like an alcohol thing or something, or like a drugs thing, or was that what was uh, going on? Yeah, it could be. It could have been that he was was on some kind of substance. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, because that just. Because it sounds like he, I mean, I had no idea. I, it, it was weird to listen to. It was funny. Yeah, it was weird yeah. to be there. <laughs> too. Yeah. Like, I, was, I was, even in the moment, I was like, what is happening right now? Um, yeah. And I'm sure it's even more confusing when you just hear the audio and something like that is happening. It, it was probably scary for Dan and Rory, too. They're, like, confused, I bet. Yeah, but, yeah. I think they they. Really, they also didn't know what was happening. They didn't know if this guy was going to escalate or if he, what he was going to do. So I think there was definitely a, a moment, and I think that's why I think in the audio you can hear them getting a little like, like man, like dude, you got to leave. Like they, they, you know, when something like yeah. that happens, I think you have to like kind of step up and show that you're not going to back down just in case that something <laughs> you know, something does happen. Dan, I, like Dan used his dad voice. I heard oh, he like yeah. got all serious. <laughs> he got all stern. But um, yeah. yeah. Well, thank thanks so much for doing this, man. Is there was there anything you wanted to talk about? Um, no. I mean, like you know, if 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 uh, you know, we do the good night show, uh, me, me and Dan Van Kirk. So, um, if you're interested in a, a nightly show where we talk about um lots of different topics uh, and just kind of give something relaxing for people to fall asleep to to go and look for that. But otherwise, yeah, Chris, thank you so much for having me on. It was really nice to talk to you. Of course, man. You were fun to talk to. Thanks again. That was a blast. All right, man. Take care. All right, man. Yep. Have a great day and uh, see you. Stay soon. All right, bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rate, review, share, subscribe, baby.